Welcome to the Thirst World Problems Podcast, where we talk about drinks, current events, music, and more. Now, here's your host, Nick Dugall, and his panel of experts, B, Bell, and the infamous Doc. Yeah, so it's 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 very unpredictable, right? Like you just you just don't know who's good. And I really think this relates to the NFL too. You get your solid players like in the third, second, third rounds, right? Uh, going forward, it's tough being first round pick, man. How many yeah. people succeed? Pressure is very Pressure is very tough. Look at look at throughout the number one seeds, number one to three. A lot of a lot of times, guys don't do very well, and the ones that do, man, they they kill it. Um, so it's yeah. What do we got next here? Let's, we dragged them uh, on a little too long. Uh, I just, I wanted to uh, touch about obviously the stuff going on right now is pretty crazy. Obviously, we know right geopolitical wise. Like, I just had a question for you guys. Like, did you ever think? And obviously, there's a this is a tough question to ask because like we know you know all the time there's war going on, right? Syria, Yemen, all these Middle East countries have been getting bombed and like pretty much ridiculed, you know, Iraq, Iran, ridiculed by the U.S. for years and years and years and years. People have been dying, families ripped apart. There's no pictures and stuff like it is today, right? There's no, right, let's be honest, it's not happening. So so the West is, you know, they're they're thinking about this war kind of in a different way because, you know, and I, and I can see it a little bit just because, like, the Middle East is a destabilized, you know, place, and that stuff happening there over time for a lot of people, it took the toll where like people don't look at them as people. That's basically what's happened in that area. Right now with this situation, did you guys ever think that, you know, like, cause Ukraine's a democratic, you know, is not, is not destabilized. It's kind of like if the U S were to come into Canada. Right. So um, but on top of that, the big thing here is is the Russia being the nuclear power versus the U.S. That's a big difference too, because you know going into these other Middle East thing places, they're not a nuclear power. The U.S. can just come in and do whatever they want, right? So, but now with with Russia being a nuclear power, like, did you guys ever think this could ever happen in 2022? Like, like we've seen so many things over the years of wars, World War One, Two, right? These crazy things that have happened. People trying to exterminate all populations, like you know, during the you know World War Two and Germany and all this. Like, did you guys ever think that we would get a, like an all-out war like this? That's like testing everyone and ripping the economy apart, like sending oil through the roof, like and people being genuinely scared man like yesterday i was just uh watching uh the news and man they're they're bombing like civilian like schools and, I, and I, obviously and i hate saying it that way because the middle east this happens all the time right so you have to keep mentioning that that as well and it's like they're they're just right now they're bombing just schools man like you know i was thinking if i had kids like you know and i know you know, whoever does have kids, like imagine, you know, you, you know, you go to work, you come home, you're like, you know, I'm gonna go get my kid from school. But it just happened to be that, you know, off the power trip of one guy, that school is actually blown into smithereens, man, right? And so is your whole life after that, right? So there's, it's, I've just been thinking about it, because it's it's just a, I know there's memes, there's social media, there's all this stuff people do, right? But it's, 
it's crazy, man. Like, did you guys think this would ever happen in 2022? And are you surprised? Well, the biggest thing that you mentioned there and you, and you kind of said it in passing and you swept back at it was the fact that this happens all over the world and it's not looked at the same because basically people think that they're not people, right? So this is the first real time in recent memory anyways that you have like this action of war going on and these pictures of war going on where the victims look a lot like the people that are producing the media, right? And soak that in and think about exactly what that means. And if you go on to some of the comments that were made by people in the UN talking about how this is Europe now and we need to support Europeans because these are intelligent people and productive people. These are people that need our help. What that statement is implying is that the black and the brown bodies that are going through all this types of war all over the world that we're aware of aren't valued the same well, way. They're dis- well, yeah, in their eyes, they're disposable, I think. Right? So, I mean, like that, like that's a crazy, crazy thing to sink your teeth into and to really think about, especially as people, like we travel, we go all over the world. I know Nick loves Europe and likes going to the UK. And we take a look at how members of the European <laughs> Union and the UN are looking at people that don't quite look like them. And like these aren't like just some random people that are getting interviewed. These are supposed to be world leaders or representatives of world leaders. And they're saying this about a war and about a certain type of people that should really, if you really think about this kind of stuff, send shivers down your spine because that's a crazy, crazy statement. And that view is getting shared more than you think that it would. Like you would have thought that that would have been kibosh, not even said out loud in any way, shape. Well, or yeah, form. you, well, you know, you tell me a time where, you know, any, and again, that's not really the question I was hundred percent asking. I just wanted to, give respect to those areas because like people are saying a lot of things that aren't giving respect to those areas. But anyway. um, Uh, Yeah. And I mean, I'll, I'll let Nick jump in after this, but like the other part of that. So that's just one part that would sticks out to me. But the other part where we're saying like the U S and all these people that want to come in, the reason why this is being allowed to progress the way that it is, is like you mentioned the nuclear option, but also the economic impact that this mega power has as well as part of the world's economy, right? Yeah. So like now you're starting to see that there's, it's a lot easier to hop in when a country's not contributing to the world economy on the same scale. Now it's where do your values actually lie? We're talking about humanitarian. Are we talking about the world economy, everything as a whole. And the fact that one man had so much power is yeah it's in the today's day in this generation of the technology and stuff that we have it seems crazy that like he hasn't just been like evaporated and on to the next thing like there's got to be some crazy protocols in place where they've already played out these scenarios of what happens if if we you know like deep six this guy who's next will that be lead to a crazy thing of aggression 
what is true about the propaganda where like a lot of Russians are saying they didn't even know they were going to war. They didn't even know yeah, yeah, they yeah. want no part of this, right? So what yeah, is yeah. true and how will the next person in line yeah. react to that? And that's so, going to be a little bit of a follow-up that I have for you. But uh, Nick, how are you? Did you think this think, could happen? Um, yeah. I, and, and I'll tell you the reasons why. I think, I think war has been going on ever since... 9-11, to be honest with you, um, that's been exposed, right? I think in the 90s, I, I really couldn't tell you. You know, I think I was, I think I was too young at the time where I, I don't think I even studied anything, really, like, looked into it. But So my knowledge right now starts at, you know, 9-11 and going forward. So I think one of the big things is that there's so many things that we're missing out here, right? 2009, uh, you had... Uh, Sri Lanka genocide, all that. That was a huge war, right? You have uh, Palestine that's happening all the time. You know, um, there's, there's. I think there's so many things that we're not getting. Um, but I think the reason why this is showing up, especially in Canada, uh, Canada has a big Ukrainian population. And I think that's why you're kind of getting all this. For me, you know, I think I think one of the biggest things is it's such a wake up call, especially in North America, the way we're treating uh, "quote unquote" freedom. You know, people just think freedom is is uh, you know f- driving around or changing their Facebook profile picture to a filter and think they're doing something. You know, like those types of things. Like it's it's such a nine day difference from over there compared to here. You know, over there there's there's teachers that have military training because it's mandatory and you just never know. Right. Look at in the Ukraine, there's so many people that are Russian in the Ukraine. They, I think they've, I think they declared independence, what, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Something Ukraine? Along those lines. Yeah. 1991. Okay. Even longer. So they, they declared it years ago. Right. And I think that's one of the main issues that Russia has had is because they want to separate it. And, you know, I think they're, I think right now Russia's trying to absorb that, which, which you can see. And, and, and for me, you know, I think, I think one of the biggest issues, this is obviously, you know, taking full media, but I think, I think the, a lot of the bigger picture is, you know, people are trying to escape and that's the news I've been kind of watching. So, you see a lot of Africans trying to leave that are students. You see a lot of Indians that are students and they're, and they're trying to go to Poland and they're getting denied because, you know, because of their, of their race and they're letting a lot of Ukrainian people get past that border. So it's a very tough situation to deal with, especially it's, it's, it's even tougher being, you know, a minority into a different country like that. It's just, it's sad what's happening right now, but but at the same time, I think you know this this needs to be a wake up call for all of us here in North America. That you know, can you imagine if you if people tried doing what they tried to do here over there, wouldn't happen, right? It just wouldn't happen. And I think, and I and I think what's happening in our society is, is it's so shameful now. Like, I, don't get me wrong, you can. You can be, you can have the, all the freedom of what you want to be. I just think that we're in such a bubble where our 
societies is, is becoming so different rather than what other societies are. Look at third world countries, right? A lot of them don't have a choice. It's either you work or you die. I mean, we don't see anything right? different, right? And, we don't, and we don't see, see that. And the way yeah, we, we look at things is because things for granted. 100%. So, you know, we look at things here and we go, this is so awful. I can't, couldn't even imagine it. But if, if you try to imagine it, you living there, right? You living there, going to school. When you're, when you're, you know, I think it's what, 16, you guys start doing military training. You have to do mandatory military training. That's why you see a lot of these, you know, uh, foreign people, when they come to Canada, a lot of them work at, you know, those soap places and, all these things. And then when you really talk to them, they go, well, I got to go back because I got to serve in the military. And for us thinking serving in the military is like different than the way they think. Right. To them, that's normal. To us, it's a little, it's it's crazy different. Right. And the mindset that these guys have to go in, knowing the fact that there could be something happening to their own home. is so tough. And, um, you know, you, you, you can't live, you can't live the life that you want to live because you're always going to have that, you know, cloud, that dark cloud above your head. And I think here we take things so much for granted. I know I do. I'll, I'll admit it. Like, I don't, you don't think those things. You don't wake up and thinking, hey, you know, what's going to happen to my house? What's going to happen to the city? What's yeah. going to happen to my country, right? Right now we're hearing – you know, oh, there's a there's a protest to because people just don't want to wear masks. There's a protest because their freedoms are getting taken away. Like that's not freedom. You want to know what freedom's getting taken away? Take a look at those videos in the Ukraine. That's freedom getting taken away, right? And that to me, that's yep. a, that's a huge wake up call. And I think any anybody who sees that needs to realize that there's a bigger picture on this than that. Yeah. And we're not, and the thing it it does, man, it does. And I think we're very numb to it, right? Like the stuff that happens in the Middle East, like, you know, living in the West, even as, you know, brown people or minorities, black, white, whatever, like we unfortunately don't get shown those things because those things are actually done to give us a better life, technically speaking, right? Easier access to lower price oil, right? Easier access to electronics, cheaper labor. We send our labor there so our iPads are. $5.99 $5.99 and not, you know, $6,000, right? So those people pay a price, man, right? And in, in, in the other areas of the world to give us that. And I think we sometimes, you know, whether you want to, whether you know or you don't know or whether you see or you don't see, we do turn a little bit of a blind eye to it, right? And I think with this Ukraine thing, what's happening is is we're seeing cities that look like ours right? We're seeing towers and, you know, infrastructure and the mix of people that look like us and what we see day to day in the West. And I think that's shaking people, right? It's like, okay, well, if this can happen that close to Germany and Poland and London and, you know, these places that are some of the best travel places in the world, what if that can somehow happen to me? Right. Like I was just looking at these buildings, man. Like it's just an apartment. It's a normal apartment building. It looks beautiful. Like in Winnipeg here or somewhere, even nicer than that. And it's just, the thing is just, there's a bomb to the corner and the whole thing is destroyed. Like someone's life's uprooted, man. That's it. 
we're, we're never going to know who that is. No one's really ever going to care. And that's it, man. Right? So it made me realize that, like, where we are very privileged and anything can happen, man. You get a madman in somewhere. You get someone, something that's been festering for a while. It can turn into something just catastrophic, man. Right? Like, like look at the, look at this, for example. You, We have so many people here who need to take time off work. They have high anxiety, those types of things. Well, those are, would, yeah, yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Look at, think about, think about these people that's living there. To them, there's, there's no term anxiety for them. It's a day-to-day life, right? They literally have to wake up. Like we said before, they have to wake up. If you don't work, you're not living. You're not surviving. Right? Yeah, well, you get treated as a joke, right? You're a clown. You get treated. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Right? So I think I think here, you know, we, we've we kind of taken – I feel like we've t- kind of taken a step back. I don't know if – I might. you know, I think you guys might go against me on this, but I feel like we've kind of taken a step back saying we're, we're, we're allowing people to say, hey, it's okay to – if you guys can't handle the pressure, right? Look at our parents. Our parents are immigrants, man, all of us. And to them, there were, there was no need. There there was no mental health for them. There was no anxiety. It was, we have to work so we can have a better future. Right. Um, I, I can't say anything about your, your guys, you guys can tell the story, but you know, like I've, I've said it numerous times for my parents, like they lived, they flew to England. They worked there for a bit. They knew England wasn't going to be as great. They moved to Canada because they knew Canada was going to be the place to be, right? And they took full advantage of it. So they they brought everybody and they worked so hard, right? Through two, three jobs, right? You guys know how it is. Two, three jobs, endless nights. They never had hobbies. They never had, you know, um, time. The only thing they had was like TV, you know, having us around them, those types of things. And I think, and I, and I really feel that, you know, we were missing out on this, I'm not going to say hard work generation. Like I think, I think a lot of people are working smarter now, but I mean like just the things that we're missing is, is so crucial. And seeing these videos overseas is, is, is such a wake up call that, you know, we, we, we tend to, we're, we're, we're losing out on a lot of things. And I really think we need to kind of take steps back and redo this whole drawing board and, and, realize that you know like we're, we're 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 being too soft i think i think that's one of the main issues we're we're being very too soft when we shouldn't be because you know life is hard um you know if people are not going to have their own way a lot of people want a life that they're not having right now those types of things right and what who is it to blame it's there's there's nobody else to blame really but it's just like where I'm getting at with this is just, I just, I just think that what we have, we have, we have it so good here where a lot of people feel like they don't have it good. Right. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Some people, you know, some people don't have maybe a proper home, just, you know, very abusive family, etc. But I mean like the opportunities of changing things can happen if you want it to happen. Right. And I feel like that's the thing with work over there. 
you don't know what you what's going to happen, right? Especially being in Russia, it's very tough. There's a lot of Ukrainian people that 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 work in Russia, so to them, they're getting told, "Hey, if you want to live here, you got you got to go and, and and fight this battle, right?" So imagine you fighting your own your own country. It's it's very yeah. tough, man. Like it's very tough, and it's and the fact and that it's at the expense of others too, right? Like, like everything you're saying, like when, when, you know, obviously I think all those things like, you know, and I know you do too, like the stuff about, you know, mental health or having time off or pressure. And I think those things are definitely things that affect people. Like those are real things. A hundred percent. Don't get us wrong. hundred percent. Right. It's just, we're allowed to focus on these things now because of the hype that we are in the West and in these, and in these countries that are, that are, you know, we have it. No, I don't want to say easier is not the right word. You know, that is definitely a part of it. But at the, you know, at the expense of others, we do have it, you know, a lot better. Like, you know, you, there's people in, you know, China there's working an advantage, right? 18 hours for, you know, $2 an hour and stuff, right? So it's, we, exactly. we definitely, you know, we, we get that privilege because have we used maybe other places and countries and capitalism to get to the top? And now we're sitting at the top eating our, you know, eating our riches and holding our riches. You could definitely make a case for it. And I think when we see in the, in Ukraine, you know, that this society that looks like us, right. Is built like us is democratically elected. Like us is so close to our allies and all this. Um, People are people are scared, man. That that maybe we could get knocked off of this, right? And then there's the other side of it with Russia. Like, you know, there's there's amazing people in Russia. Russia, is some of the best, uh, you know, cyber engineers, and you know, in in the cyberspace, like they're some of the best. You know, they have some of the best scientists in the world in Russia, and the youth population, and like those guys are destroyed, man. Right? Like, you, you think you can ever really fly a Russian flag properly now? You know, people that live there are going to get put into a recession and they might not come out for, for three, four, five, six years, right? They're, they're the divide in Russia amongst the, you know, very wealthy and very, very poor, we think it's bad here. In Russia, it's ridiculous, right? Like people get paid hundreds of dollars a month. It's not even comparable. And I think this is going to push them so far back. They can't protest. They can't do anything, right? It's a it's a totalitarian place. So it's uh, like you you... You get a country like that on its toes where the U.S. and Russia have 90% of all nukes, like, it definitely can get scary, right? They're the, they're the biggest nuclear power the world has, Russia. So it's, it's very scary that this madman kind of is uh, in control, but not everyone is kind of – I'm sure not everyone is behind him, right, that they want to say he is. So. Are, are they the biggest? They have, Russia has the most nuclear warheads oh. in the world. I thought Pakistan did. Interesting. No, no, no. It's it's that. Russia, U.S., China, Pakistan, Germany has nukes. France has nukes. It's like nine countries. North Korea, China. There's a couple more. That's very I mean, interesting. That's what the threat is, right? Like the threat is everyone's handling this with kid gloves right now just trying to impose the economic sanctions because the threat is he is that unpredictable. They're not sure what that would mean. And the spillover of how that affects the world's economy. And like we are saying, how we don't want to get knocked off a peg. Once that ball starts rolling, 
then that changes the landscape of who's currently in power and who will retain power after if something crazy. And China is big too in this, like China and India, China and India have, have, haven't said anything on this. They're, they're basically going hands off and a hands off gives, gives Russia basically the okay of we're on your side, right? Like think, think tomorrow China says, you know what? We're, we're an ally of Russia, which they are an ally of Russia already. Right. Is what if they say, well, all these jobs that you guys have here, they're out of here. We're not trading with the U.S. anymore. It's over. Like our goods are skyrocketing, rocketing to areas you've never even you've never even thought before. So like sometimes these countries they might start leveraging now that okay, well like you know we don't if you're gonna do this, we're not gonna do this either. Or you know what I mean? Like and then there could be big big issues going on, right? If if like today, Tesla can move to China and build a factory and build cars there and send them back to the rest of the world for 40000 50000 60000 If Tesla couldn't go to China to build that plant, those cars are upwards of $200,000 easily, right? So they, you could argue China holds a lot of the cards in terms of can they can shift that superpower really at any time. What we really have are the weapons, right? But does that get you anywhere? We're seeing doesn't really get you anywhere man it's just it just destroys things right now bell my question to you is what's more important for you right now uh filling up your gas tank or paying your mortgage (laughs) (laughs) gotta lean towards that gas tank what do you think it is oh it's it's the gas right you gotta fill up the gas i know that car you you drive a hellcat dodge hellcat (laughs) i know how much gas you waste is that crazy? SRT. I feel bad. I feel bad for everyone who has uh, who has those uh, chargers now. Yeah, those chargers. Yeah, first we used to make fun of them. Now I feel actually yeah. really bad. Hey, why couldn't? Yeah, uh, I feel bad. No. The prices have hit during the convoy, man. When they were going coast to coast, that would have put an end to it right quick. Man, it's funny. I I have a few friends who uh, are about that convoy. I keep them so I can like. I can I can get my intel and see what they really think, right? I, I that's what I find funny. I just I just find funny how you know people are just blaming blaming basically everybody except for themselves on on this whole situation. It's just just the way they think. It's just the funny. blame like game is crazy right now, man. Even yeah, political wise, is, and like yeah. oh yeah, gas prices are fucking Trudeau, man. This guy's done, bro, man. You you guys are crazy. There's yeah. There's so many things that that come into oil prices going like this. Like you're not, you're not even thinking, man. Right before you talk, like it's it's all these talk. Like you see that, like there's so many videos. Like there was like a video and like the gas pump was like going up, and it was like screw Jagmeet Singh, Jagmeet Singh and Joe Biden. They're they're the reason this is this. What holy shit, man! You guys are that's crazy, man. Right, like, and 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 in social media. You could be right or wrong. It doesn't matter, man. As long as your audience thinks you're right, that's it, right? They're gonna my, they're gonna back you. My favorite line uh, out of out of everybody. It's always you will never see this from the media. The media will never show you this. And then I, re- I sometimes I, yeah, you know, man, that's the sometimes, worst. Yeah. Sometimes I'll, I'll I'll be I'll be very in a very trolling mood. You know, <laughs> you know how it is. Be well, my trolling my trolling mood. You know. I'll, I'll bring it out once in a while. I'll be like, so who's the media? 
and they'll be like, oh, you know, CNN and all it's these. It's always like, CNN, well, yeah. Well, why, why is CNN, why is CNN going to show you what, what you're trying to show me? Like, do you realize the media is, is so many different outlets nowadays, right? Like, and I think that's, that's the kind of the age gap when you have, because realistically, those people that are in the freedom, they're, they're 45 and up, right? They don't really understand social media. They don't understand how things work in 2022, right? They think people still watch uh abc nightly oh, news shit. fox you know uh cnn but they don't realize news outlets are all over the internet now right on instagram tiktok everything right and people don't understand that but but to them they'll go well the media won't media won't show you this well explain to me what the media is there's so many media outlets what 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 are you referencing to right it's such a it's such a weird it's such a weird time that we live in. I think it's more of just, you know, one side or the other and nobody wants to mingle in the middle. And I think that's There's no where, mingle in the middle, that's the problem. And, that, and I think that's where that's where Joe Rogan gets in trouble a lot, right? Because he he brings people from the left and right and people don't like that because there's gonna be an episode that comes out that's something that somebody's against, but he just wants information and I think that's that what made, that's what makes him a great podcaster. Right? He's he's trying to get information even if he doesn't believe it's right or wrong, right? So, but back to the story here. I think I think the issue with this whole this whole truckers thing is, um, I, I I talked to quite a few people that were from that rally that we had. Okay, don't ask me why, don't ask me how, but I talked to a bunch of these people and it's. It's, it seems like it's one of those, for me, I just, it just feels like it's a lot of, it's a lot of lies that they try to cover. You know, when you're like a hidden, what's the best <laughs> way I could say? You know, you know, if, you know, Agenda. back in the day, I'll, I'll tell you something. Back in the day, I was, I was all about hip hop, but low key, I loved NSYNC, but I never showed anybody that. Right. So to me, once I realized there's a bunch of my buddies that liked it, then I slowly kind of showed that I liked it too, right? Guy, you had frosted tips, man. Everyone knew what you were into. And I feel like that's a, that's a lot with these guys here. It's once they realize there's people kind of like the same mentality, they're very inclusive, right? Once you find that inclusive group that you like – you're going to lean more towards it. And the crazy thing is that's humans in general. So it kind of plays to like how right. humans are just psychologically, right? Like, Right, right. And the one guy, he said a funny story. He was like, he's like, uh, you know, he's like, I met the guy who uh, who had the can of flag upside down with the swastika on it. Mm. And... You know, the media was saying that he's like a racist and all that. And I was like, well, what is it? What did it mean? Well, this is he's what they won't show you. It's so conspiracy yeah, yeah, theory. Yeah, like, this is what he said. This, yeah, this is what he said. He goes, he goes, well, basically, there were, he was, he was there to tell people, this is what's going to happen if you guys, uh, if you guys don't change things. So I questioned him and I said, well, why is he going there with that flag if everybody there is in the same agenda as that guy? 
wouldn't you want to show that flag and go to places where people don't think the way he thinks? And he kind of paused there and just froze, and he's like, well, how else, is, how else are these guys going to know? I was like, so basically you're saying he went to a rally where everyone thought the exact same thing, and he was trying to tell these people at the rally, this is what's going to happen to Canada. Does that make sense to you? And he didn't say anything after. So to me, I just think these guys, these guys will show their true selves. And when they kind of get popped for it, they kind of obviously want to twist it where it shows that, you know, I want to show my true self, but if I get in trouble, I kind of want to not say what what I actually believe in. Right. It's, it's such a weird, such a weird twist on what's happening, but you know, a lot of these laws, man, and, and, you know, a lot of these laws were being broken, right? You're making a lot of noise complaints, disturbing the peace, so many different things. But, you know, imagine if we tried doing that, like, as colored people, trying to do a march, you know, to the cross Canada, people, they, you would get that shut down and people would end that so quickly, right? Well, it's like what you touched on earlier it's the interesting thing where everyone's complaining about their rights being taken away and how oppressive uh, this trudeau government is or how it's like nazi times now and it's like compare your freedoms to what you have all across the world and i think you're going to be singing a different tune well it's top like, tier to the but the thing is bell they don't you, like we don't whatever, see that. That's whatever. the thing. Our compare and compare our comparison. You gotta. We also need to realize is like, as people here, I'd say ninety percent, ninety five percent of people have never been to these war torn areas, or really even they can't even connect to it because of desensitization with Call of Duty and all this. It's we we don't even see it, man. That's that's how it's like. You you're you're looking up and you just green grass in front of you, but. You know, there's there's a mountain ahead, and everything that's laid up to the mountain, you can't even you can't even see, right? Like that's that's unfortunately to what it is, right? Just unreal, unreal. But always great conversations here on Thirst World Problems. Love to hear one more. some of our feedbacks from some of you who are listening at home. I love to hear, love to hear that, and I, I got one more topic for you guys here before uh we kind of end it would you guys would you guys like it or are we just gonna end it from here hit it up man you got one that's on the tip of your tongue i got one so i've i think i think you guys know my transition when it comes to sports now i told you guys that my love for basketball is not the same as it used to be and i've kind of slowly transitioned to a different sport and I think you guys are going to roast me on this one, but man, it gets intense. It's It gets very, very hype, intense. Your heart starts racing. Accuracy, the pinpoint, it's, 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 it's out of this world. And I, and, I, and I have to, you know, I blame Bet365 for it. Uh, but the world of darts, man, it's... <laughs> world of darts world of darts is my new love right now man it's oh, give me a break, it's man. killing me man this there's guy. times the hype man you know how many people watch that man it's unreal man you cut have no idea talking about the 45 mic. plus crowd you're talking about there you go 
Dude, the 50, world of darts is crazy. On the darts. You have no idea, man. The world of darts, you can this be guy hit on one big bet, uh, one big dart. <laughs> yeah, bet, one big bet. Big, yeah. Yo, this guy's the goat, man. He's the best. There <laughs> now he's a you dart fan. Let me let me tell you one of my favorite things about dart. Okay, one, there's no drug testing. Two, you don't have to be in shape, right? <laughs> yeah, you guys are always have guts and so I don't. Yeah. And three, you don't have to be sober. How amazing is a sport that where you can dominate and you don't have to be sober? Unreal, man. No jitters, nothing, man. Nothing will phase you, man. There may be two darts on the board, but hey, it's the best thing ever. What is something that you guys watch, but not like, but low-key, like not many people really watch? And I feel like that's very tough for people in North America because... We're really set on our ways, right? I was watching, um, I was watching BT Sports because that's where usually soccer and stuff comes on. They did a BT commercial. Sports? Uh, BT British Television Sport. Okay, thank you. Yeah, and they do, and they do like you know how like uh, NBC will be like, we have the Stanley Cup, we got NCAA, and all that stuff, right? They'll do highlights of what they kind of uh, have the rights to. So BT Sport will do. The world of like sailing, they'll show like a crazy video of sailing. They'll show Formula One. They'll show cricket. They'll show like rock climbing. Like they create like sports that you just never like. There's no intensity involved, but they somehow they put a video package that just made it so intense. My question to you is, and that's where darts is on. My question to you is, what's something that you guys can low key watch without hesitation? It's not a popular sport. In North America, I've actually uh, I actually went through a small phase. Uh, not when I was a kid, but probably like when I was probably like 12, 13. I used to watch. Uh, I always used to watch uh, lacrosse, actually, and also Interesting. Uh, I also used to watch uh, arena football. Man, I used to love arena football. I remember like cause I don't remember what league it was. Like, I think there is only one. I think it's just arena football league. There's only one. Yeah, and uh, I think Trump owns it. I don't know who owns it now, man, but it's, uh, I used to watch all the time, like, cause the, their games and like a lot of their like prop, uh, good games were like fr- uh, Saturday nights. So I remember like turning it on and I used to love it. And I didn't like watching like CFL or NFL. Cause like, I didn't like how like they didn't have to make the cat. Cause you know, these guys have to go up and make the catch on like the side of the, cause there's a, there's a padding everywhere. Right. So you gotta, even if you can use the padding and still get your feet in, you're in bounds. And I used to love it because that was like the first I saw of like proper football, and I used to want to watch that like more than anything. But I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it exists anymore. To be honest. Speaking of things that don't exist anymore, that'd be uh, roller games. So like back in the eighties, they had roller games. It's just fun havoc going around the rink. But now they brought it back briefly, probably about three, four years ago. And I watched like three or four episodes and then I've never seen it again because it started picking up popularity like in rec leagues. So I guess they tried to relaunch it and bring it back, but I haven't seen it since. But if they brought it back, I definitely watched. And, and what is this? So roller games. You don't remember roller games from like the 80s? No, bro. I'm, I was born in 85, man. So okay, well, year one to five was a blur in the 80s, man. Basically, like you have two teams. And it's basically kind of like. So it's Dr. Dodgeball. 
it's like human dodgeball where you've got two players that are the jammers. They're the teams that are try, or the they're trying to score. So you have this designated player that's going around the rink and they're trying to do laps, right? They're just trying to do laps and get extra points. And you've got everyone else basically targeting these guys. So you've got some blockers, you've got some other people uh, trying to like slingshot people forward and try to break up uh, like anyone trying to tackle these guys. And then, uh, then you've got obstacles on the course and the highlight was an alligator pit. So you'd have guys trying to knock people into oh, this alligator yeah, yeah, pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've right? seen this, man. I've seen, I actually used to watch this too. See, I actually used to watch. I actually used because it's like funny, kind of too, like how they fall and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, I, right, yeah. yeah, I remember. That. I used to actually watch that a lot. But but when you were uh, describing that, there's a sport called uh, kabaddi. I think you oh, should, yeah. uh, you know, if you want something new to watch, Bell, that's what I would just look it up. 2012 well, uh, World Cup. I was there. They withheld one point. <laughs> I think of this. You're. This is basically what it happened in that in that arena. Well, Maples has a big tournament every year. Yeah, but that's this is the World Cup, man. Imagine you're in the World Cup of a sport, and it's the last minute of play, and and with 50 seconds left, something happens. So the ref says, "You know what? This point, I'm not going to award it right now. I'm just going to hold it. I'm just going to hold the point and hope that one team comes ahead one more point." So I don't have to award this point to anyone. How about the fact that if it goes to a tie, you have to fucking pick the winner now, <laughs> right? This guy, he does, he doesn't award the point, man, right? You guys can look this up. The, the game goes to a tie and like people were rushing. This is in Toronto, like at, at the Rogers, like where the Blue Jays play. People were rushing the ref, man, like over the railings, running over. Running at, this is like 10 years ago. So if you want something crazy, though, that you want to watch, you got to look that up. Man. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> that or you can watch Slam Ball, man. That's Bring dumb, back man. Slam Ball, man. Bring back Slam With the balls. trampoline? I don't know. Would you, would you play? If you, if you, if there was a Slam Ball League, would you join in? Oh, I'd love to. The thing is, you probably you probably tear your Achilles, man. That's the thing. One <laughs> jump, you're first game, very. First game, you, you're so you're risking it. Game, hey, you know what? You want the you want the advantage I got? It's already torn. Who cares? Yeah. And Bella only has low top, so his when he goes on there, he's done, man. So, Bella Bell's only got those uh, shoes that like look like feet. Oh, I can't remember, man. But that's were those classic. you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they look like I haven't, they I haven't look seen like, those in a long time, actually. I think my brother has it. I'm gonna ask him for it. There would be a market for bringing those. <laughs> Just back. force those aren't going on my feet, man. I'll tell you that right now, <laughs> folks. Thank you for listening to this amazing episode. Uh, follow us at Thirst World problems on instagram subscribe and uh if you want to ask us a question please send us an email to thirstworldpod at gmail.com thirstworldpod at gmail.com like subscribe send it to everybody you're gonna see more bells tiktoks more to come thanks for listening to the thirst world problems podcast For more exclusive content, follow us on Instagram at ThirstWorldPod. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share.